Hi, veterinarians and veterinary technicians. Before I get started on the podcast, I just want to let you know that life coaching will change your life. If you want to learn more about it, go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and there you will find a place to sign up for free coaching. I also have my Wednesday weekly words, my blog, and this podcast. So if you're thinking about getting into life coaching, check me out. You can send me an email also at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. Let's get into the podcast. This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 124. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Today on the podcast, I have two amazing and exciting guests. I have Bridget Capel, who is a professional opera singer, photographer, graphic artist, and she is a style and color geek. And then I also have Rebecca Reed, who is a certified personal color analyst, and she is the owner and CEO of Colorpolitan. And she also does um, styling and speaking and all the things. And today we're going to talk about style ID and maybe a little bit of color psychology thrown in there. But we're going to talk about how we can use style and the way we present ourselves to feel better and look better, right? Yes. Welcome, ladies. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So happy to be here with the two of you. Yeah, this is fun. I'm excited. And I think people are going to get a lot out of this because I always do. When I talk to Bridget and Rebecca about these things, I always start to look better and feel better. I have my colors. I have my colors of my makeup, my glasses even so, and my nails. And it just all, it all makes you feel better. So So let's get started. Who wants to start? I think we're going to start with styling and style ID. Yeah. Take it away, girl. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was going to say, Rebecca, take it away, girl. All right. Let's not Um, be shy. Yeah. I just, uh, I just think this is important for, I don't know, for, I guess us as women, when you get far into your career and stuff like that, I feel like we can tend to let some of this slide or maybe not be aware of it and I feel like knowing your colors and then having an idea of you know your your lines and your body type can just really simplify things and also allow you to present yourself at your best um yeah in in an easier way and if you understand it and you start to use it it just makes you feel better overall right and the way people perceive you yeah yeah Yeah. I think, I think it really brings so much confidence and clarity, you know, because you know, for forever. Okay. Here are this, here are my best versions of colors that make me look the best, feel the best. And then here are, here's the type of style and clothing that I can wear that also celebrates my natural design and is harmonious. Yeah. Right. And and you don't get stuck trying to be someone else. I feel like sometimes I know, at least for me, it's like, you see other women that are dressed like a certain way. And you're like, Oh, like if I did, if I copy her outfit, that'll, you know, that'll work for me, but it's like, that's not necessarily true. So I feel like 
you can be more confident knowing like who you are and wearing what suits you best and not get stuck trying to be like the gorgeous girl in t-shirt and jeans or the ball gown or whatever. Yeah. Wishing you were someone else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I really, yeah, I agree. I think just celebrating how you are and the things you love, you know, and ultimately knowing what, what's best. It does create that, that confidence. And I think too, you know, I, I wish that I would have known more when I was younger, you know, because I right, all the like, time. I'm like, why didn't I know about this when I was 20? You know? I know. I'm just learning about it now. And, why <laughs> and I, I think about like, yes, like job interviews or even like in college and, you know, doing like business classes or different things like knowing, like, I wish I would have known how to dress my body type and like the way that my curves are and the, and even just knowing the colors to be able to present myself better. Um, I just, that would have helped with so many, I think issues I even went through in those younger years with like body image and, you know, lack of confidence in specific areas. Um, would have been nice. (laughs) It would have been nice to know. (laughs) So if, if someone didn't listen to our last podcast, Rebecca, when we did our last podcast, um, it's number 99 in case anyone wants to go back and listen to it again. But we talked about color analysis and you explained a lot about that and why it's important and how to do it and what you do. And, but part of your business is that. And the other part is the styling part, Mm -hmm. right? So tell us a little bit about exactly what you do in case someone doesn't know how this works. So, so yes, the first part is discovering the versions of colors, the hue, value, and chroma of colors that work best for how you are, that celebrate your natural beauty, that don't shift and change you. And so we do that through a, through an analysis method. It's called the SciArt 12-Tone Color Analysis Method, and I'm certified through True Color International. They're based in Australia. Um, but we use full spectrum lighting, almost 100 calibrated drapes to discover your best colors. And every client leaves with 65 plus colors. So it's a guide, it's this beautiful swatch book to your best colors. And um, with just more clarity of what, what to do for themselves and what to go for. Is it a brighter version? Is it a softer version of color, more medium um, type chroma? What about the value? Is it a lighter, more medium or darker type of value that, that you want to go for? And what about the hue? Because an undertone is important. Is it the yellow? Is it warm? Is it blue, which is cool? Is it a warm neutral, which is yellow with blue or a cool neutral, which is blue with yellow? So yeah, so we first do that. So we, we've discovered the color palette. And then after that, I'll have clients who come back in and we actually go through um, a style personality type analysis. So looking at their natural design and celebrating how they are right now, not not what they want to be in the future, you know, (laughs) but celebrating how they are right now. And then also their personality, like what types of materials are they drawn to? Do they like prints? Do they like... um, you know, more like structure, more lines, like what do they naturally like? Um, and then it really helps to create some clarity and we were able to place them. I'm not like, not in a box, right? No, you don't ever have to be in a box, but, but giving them some guidance of what is best and how, like what to look for in the store for them. So they're not confused. Like Bridget, you were saying before, like, Oh, look at that beautiful girl with her t-shirt and jeans, you know, like, 
I don't wear t-shirts and jeans personally. I have more of a yeah, bohemian type of style. I, I like kimonos. I like, um, I like to kind of emphasize my hourglass figure sometimes with certain dresses and those types of styles. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's fun being able to really, um, celebrate a person and help them to even portray themselves like the way that they want to and not have to be like someone else. So, so is, is the colors are basically kind of you're born with, right? So yes. when you do the color analysis, it is what it is. Whatever, whatever works with your skin, whatever works with your, um, you know, coloring and that is the style similar. Like, are we, do we all have a inborn style or is that not the case? It's a great question. I think there's different theories. So Bridget, I'd love to also hear your thoughts on this as well. Cause you have deep dive to girlfriend. You guys, Bridget <laughs> knows a lot. Okay. She yeah. is very wise in lots of studies things when she gets interested, she really studies them. Yes. And I love that. I love that. I love gleaning from you, from you both in your different fields too. Um, but in your passions. So I think, you know, we're influenced a lot by others around us, right? So yes, your colors, you are naturally born with because it is, they're based on how you are like the way your skin works, the way your skin works with undertones, the value of a color, the chroma of a color. So that's something that we cannot change. That's just how it is. But I think with style and what I've found um, with some clients is, you know, they've grown up being told like maybe by a mother, right? Like, oh, you really need to wear this type of shirt. And and so guess what they've worn for 20 years? <laughs> this type of blouse that their mom really loved, but actually it doesn't really flatter them and they don't love it either, but it's just kind of all that they know. You know, so I find clients like that, but I, I find other clients where they're naturally drawn to those shapes that really um, are harmonious with their body type, the type of style that makes them really happy and excited. So I think that there's a good mix of people out there who have a natural sort of inclination and those who have no guidance at all and who, who may feel um, a little more insecure or, you know, just not confident that they can pull off certain things um, because they've just never been able to try them before because they just don't know. You know, we don't know what we don't know. So yeah, we never know I, what we don't know, right? I'd love to hear Bridget though. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, as far as it like not changing or like having an innate style, I wouldn't say it's so much having an innate style. I think, I think it, it comes from like your body's lines and shape. So it, from my perspective, you want to honor those things and wear things that are harmonious, but then the style is kind of your own thing. Like you can yes. wear your shapes and then also add your own flair to it. Your own flair, the yeah. things that you love. Right, yeah. right. So like, I don't know, from my perspective, I know that like bigger, more ornate shapes and longer lines look good on me. So I want to play within that realm of, you know, of style, but, but I could also, I could do a bohemian look within my lines or I could do a more like tailored structured thing as long as it has some like softness to it yes. yeah, at the same time. So what do you I, mean by lines? Explain that to me. Like if somebody's out there and they know nothing about this, pretend, what does yeah. that mean? 
like what kind of bodies are we talking about and what, what do we mean by the lines? Well, I, we, I guess we can talk about the, the different types because I think we're, we both have an yeah. understanding of that. You go. Okay, okay. So from, <laughs> from what I know, and I think these line up pretty good, there's, there's a spectrum um, from like yin to yang body types. Um, I know that, that sounds kind of odd. And <laughs> yes, get that picture. I just take um, a picture for us real quick. Yeah. <laughs> So there's like a, a spectrum from like, the yin would be more like delicate, small, like the, those kind of ideas. Um, so like in clothing, maybe like ruffles or small details, little flowers, um, things like that. Um, and then to the other side of the spectrum, which is yang, which is more like directional, fast moving, strong angles. So in clothing, it's gonna be more structure, um, clean, long lines um, and, more like heights, bigger, um, more exaggerated. Mm. So um, yeah, so the types I guess are uh, romantic. There's romantics, there's naturals, classics. Um, there are dramatics mm. and, and then I have gamine, but you had another name for that. Creative. Creative, cool, mm. yeah. Yeah. So how many, how many was that? Five? Five, right? Five, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think it's nice too, because when you start to understand that and you like go on this kind of, it's like an exploration of yourself, you know, to find that, that style that you love and that kind of person you're bringing out your personality that goes along with your, your lines. Um, It's just a fun adventure, you know? So I want to encourage anyone who's listening, who's never done that before, start to like take note of the things that you enjoy you know, the, the types of fabrics or the pieces that you see or the, or the shape of uh, a piece, um, the type of jewelry, just the different things you're drawn to and just start to take notes, start to look for that. Um, but Bridget, I remember when you came to in to see me several, we hung out several times yeah. with <laughs> bringing in some amazing yeah, Bridget's, family. Bridget's one of your best like customers. the clients <laughs> He's like your sales force. I know. And I love all the, all the people I've met because of you and your beautiful family. We still yeah. need to get your dad in though. So I'm saying yeah, that. Here. Yeah. But um, I remember seeing you, uh, I think it was the second yeah, the second time I saw you after you'd come get your colors done. And then was it with your mom? Was it when you came yeah. to? Yeah, yeah, that was the second time, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And the outfit you were wearing, it really, like everything about it, I feel like went with your personality, went with your like natural design, you know, really celebrated how you are. And you were also in your colors. And I remember being like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely like in awe of how you had just flourished and blossomed. And was that then I'm, I'm thinking that that was then at the point where you had really like done a deep dive into more style. And oh, yeah. I'd love to like hear about your processing. Like after you got, sorry, Julie, do you mind that I'm asking her this? No, question? go ahead. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you guys say will help people. That's, that's what, what we're here. We're here to learn. So yeah. Well, so after, after you got your colors done and you like jumped into the style portion, I'd love to hear more about that. Like in how that impacted your life and where you are. 
Okay. Yeah. I would love to talk about that. Yeah. I feel like it lately, maybe within the last few weeks, I finally like kind of settled on where I think I fall and like try not to question it so much and really I'm going with it. But, but yeah, so I just really, I, well, I did the closet purge. I got rid of, you know, the colors that did not suit me. And I tried to start incorporating more um, of my colors but then I started to notice that I was picking out things that didn't necessarily have my line. So I'd be like, this is the right color, but like something's off about this. Like, I don't know, this crew neck sweater isn't quite working for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I know like a V neck or like something that has a little more shoulder emphasis. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started to kind of dive into that and, and figured out what the, the lines were like um, we had talked about a second ago. Um, and I know that I have some vertical because I'm, I'm like five, seven and a half ish. So I'm kind of tall. So that means that I, if I wear things that are a little too short on me or that are a little small, that they can make me look a little bit larger in them. Like I'm wearing someone else's small. Yeah. They're not um, as harmonious with your, with your life. Right. Yeah. So I have, I have these long arms and these like big hands and feet. So I need to wear something that like balances that out a little bit. Um, yeah. so I found that. Yeah, it was just kind of like a little bit of trial and error to kind of see like what I thought was the best thing. But I, I found that I have to honor some length and curve in the things that I wear. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of how my process went. Well, when I what I like what I like about you saying that, Bridget, is so many of us as women are always looking at other women and wanting to be them, right? Like I always want to be taller and longer and you know, like I always looked at the tall stick figure women because I'm curvy. I was like, oh, I wish I could be like that. Or I wish, you know, I wish I was taller. I wish I was whatever. And I think the whole point of this discussion is to just own who you are and Mm -hmm. love who you are and then honor that with the colors and the styling. You know, I think that's why I find this so fascinating is because, you know, as young women, we spend so, we waste so much time and energy wishing we were different and not just honoring the fact that this is the way God made us or whoever you think made us and that, that, that this is who we are. And so this is who we need to love and learn to love. And I think this whole process with getting your colors and then now, you know, Bridget talking about her styling, she's much more at home with her body and the way it is rather than wishing she were shorter or wishing she didn't have long arms or whatever it was. Now she can dress and just like look fabulous in the things that suit her. And I just, I think that this is, this is why I want to talk about this on this podcast is this is what, you know, we, we need to let go of the idea that we need or want to be someone else. Mm -hmm. Well, I also want to say that in this process, it's not like I figured that out and I'm like, here I am. Like there's still an element of like, this is pushing me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Like, in, in what I've discovered is like, I need to wear like bigger ornate stuff mm. and like, I need to emphasize my curse. And sometimes I don't feel totally comfortable walking around like, you know, in that, in that for, for me, it's the soft dramatic ID, which is like nicknamed diva chic. So <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes that feels like, like, who do I think I am to walk yeah and like these wrap dresses and heels you know like yeah. if that's that's what really suits me best so there's a little bit of like pushing you out of your comfort zone but it's also like I do feel more myself in those things so it's a journey of 
self-acceptance within discovering yes those elements yeah yeah and I love I love that the journey of self self-acceptance and discovering those elements about yourself and I love to what, what you shared Julie um I I do honestly believe that each person is uniquely designed and so you know there is no one like you there's no one like you like there's no one like on us purpose, right right on purpose. yes and and for me so I I do believe and you had said you know whoever made you and I, I do believe in God and I believe that God made each person uniquely designed and so um and so I think too you know I I look back on my life and the different struggles that I've had and, and specifically with like body image and the way I viewed my body and seeing like having a larger chest is bad because it drew attention or, you know, especially as a younger girl, like I didn't want that attention. And so I learned to like dress and maybe like baggier clothes. And I remember, um, a little bit later in my life and like, um, so I'm in my thirties now, but in my twenties, I remember my husband saying, he was like, why do you wear bags? <laughs> like, why do you wear like clothes that are like bags, like these tops that are like bags. And now I still kind of like with my kimono, I could say like, it's sort of baggish, I guess, in the back, but the front has more, um, you know, it's, it's not as baggy with like a tank top on or whatever. It, it drapes. It drapes. Yeah. Which, which I just, I like love that. I just, I enjoyed it. I'm not trying to hide, but before I think I was trying to hide, you know, I've come to that like realization, um, because I had put things as like bad in my life. Like, Oh, this is bad. I want to hide, or I don't want to show this hourglass shape because of whatever. And now, you know, my thirties and I'm like, I want to like embrace the way that I am. And I've had four kids. So that also, you know, <laughs> anyone who's listening to children, yeah, your body changes. Like it's meant to change your hips change, your waist changes, you know, your body changes. And so how can I dress the way that I want to, but that still celebrates my body the way that it, the way that I am, um, but where I can feel confident. And, um, the other day, no joke, I took my youngest to target and I wore one of those blousey tops that has no shape to it. <laughs> and the lady there, and I know I'm sure many women could, I, I don't know, uh, maybe some of you can, um, you've had this experience before, but she asked me if I was pregnant and she said, oh, no. cause she hadn't seen me because of COVID for a long time. And it's like our normal target lady here. She's so sweet. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not, but I could see why maybe you thought that because this blouse is like, you know, like this. And she's like, she felt so bad, but I, I didn't want her to feel bad, you know, about that. She was just curious, but it, I legit threw the top away. I was like, never again will I wear this <laughs> never again. And so I just know that that's not the right style for me because it doesn't embrace my natural curves and my natural body. It makes me look different than I am. And so I, I don't want to do that anymore. So anyway, fun little story. 
<laughs> so can you both explain to me, because we talked about five types, right? Can you explain to me those types? I know you have a little different language between the two of you, but can we explain that a little bit so people can maybe start to figure themselves out? Because I don't know. I, I This would be something I need to figure out. So yes. explain that to me. There's some overlap too, but there's like yeah. basic archetypes and then some, yeah. Okay. I don't know who wants to start. Yeah, Rebecca. Oh boy. Explain <laughs> it and we'll uh, jump in with questions. Oh my goodness. Okay. So in order for me to not ramble, I'm going to look at my notes here. That's okay. Fine. That's <laughs> so, fine. Look at notes. Um, I, have, I have notes. I write stuff down. Okay. It's informal. It's fine. Yeah. So, so th- there are those five types, right? So there's the natural, the creative woman, the classic, the romantic, and the dramatic. Um, and so the natural woman, that style personality, she just, she wants to feel comfortable, like com- being comfortable is a top priority. Um, you can think of like, okay, how, how's your hair? Is it normally like a little like tousled, a little fussy? <laughs> um, you Lion know, you, you what did you say? I said lion-esque is natural, <laughs> that like wild, curly, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I always admire those women, but I couldn't, I just never, like if my hair is wild, it just doesn't feel right. But when I see somebody like old school Meg Ryan, that kind of, I always admired that for some reason, but that's my picture when you say that. Yeah. But but. no, oh, I love Meg Ryan. Um, But, but, and like, look at you, Julie, like every time I've seen you, your hair is definitely more like smooth and like just not crazy tousled. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do crazy. I mean, it's not that I don't do it when I'm lazy. It's crazy, but I don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't suit me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. I guess maybe. Yeah. And that's good to know. That's good to know. So maybe this type of natural type, you might not be in that space, you know? And so, um, there's all, there's more of like a natural type of feel. So wanting like a little more potentially like loose or free, um, feeling of clothing, um, loose fitting clothes. You like to move around, um, be fuss free. So prefer jeans and shorts, um, maybe a fuller long skirt, maybe, but jeans and shorts are comfortable to you. Um, you dislike tight constricting clothes. So, and, um, you don't like being overdressed or too made up maybe. Okay. So, uh, and some can be quite a tomboy or sporty, like they really have enjoyed that. So those are just like a few, um, examples for the natural. Do you want to say anything, Bridget? Sure. girl. So like, from what I know, if you were trying to figure out if you like are naturally in the natural category, you might be someone that has um, like a little more natural muscle tone to your body. Like your body looks a little more sporty, I guess. Um, You are going to look like overdressed in something that is, I don't know, like dressy or too, like a little too put together. You're going to look better in these are the people that do look gorgeous in jeans and a t-shirt. Like it just suits them really well. Yeah. It's good. Yes. If you're, if you think you're this type and, and you have this kind of natural style, 
let's say um, in a professional setting, since we talk a lot about um, work life on this podcast, um, how would you dress to honor this style in a work setting? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What, what, would, what do you guys picture? Go for it, Bridget. Uh, yeah, well, I, I guess, if, so in my system, it would depend on if you're a flamboyant natural or a soft natural. Oh, but, talk about but, that. What does that mean? Um, well, so, okay, so a soft natural, they're a little, if you think like Sandra Bullock, she's a soft natural. So she's a little, she's a little smaller, but she still has that like, um, kind of sporty bone structure, the, the narrower hips kind of thing. Um, but she's going to want to suit some of that softness. So she doesn't want to wear anything that's too angular. Um, and they like to have like a little bit of wrapping, but it's not overly formal. It's a little more relaxed. Um, and then a flamboyant natural is they're, they're more supermodel-esque, very like tall and not necessarily lean, but they have some like broadness and bluntness in their shoulders and sometimes in their facial structure. So they're going to want to honor that with clothing that has a little bit more with and like give to it. So maybe like a wide legged pant with like a relaxed blouse would be something that would be good for them. Okay. To All right. Would you agree, Rebecca? <laughs> I love it. You explained that so great. That, that was wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So that's the natural. That's the natural. Is there more about then, that or should we go to the next one? No, let's go forward. Okay. So the creative, which Bridget, you're the yeah. term you've used is gamine. A-M-I-N-E, gamine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's someone who they like to have fun with their wardrobe choices, um, inspired by catwalks and um, always adding like their own twist to their, to their clothing. Um, bold, modern, sometimes like bold, modern type costume jewelry is fun. Um, billowy lines and unusual silhouettes for some of the creatives. Um, <laughs> I I found a couple creatives that I've worked with. They they're like I feel like I'm a hoarder <laughs> because because there's just there's such a draw to different to lot a lot of different types of pieces for them since they like to play with play with their pieces and their style. Um, so. Sometimes for a creative, their collection goes over decades of time. So like if, if you look at your closet and you're like, oh, I like so many different types of clothing through the decades. Um, there's just a creativity there. Um, so, yeah. And I think for a lot of them, dressing is an art. They get excited about putting their pieces together. Um, and for, for me, when I work with someone in the creative style we're also looking at at their lines like we were talking about earlier so what you know for someone with a certain type of um line and figure how are we going to work with their creative style but still really celebrate the harmony there and keep them looking harmonious all together um but creatives definitely have a lot of fun with their clothing so um one of those examples um that that I've seen is um, Mary Kay Olson, potentially, you know, so when you, when you look at her, she likes to add in a lot of different types of style through the years. Um, Or we have, (laughs) 
excuse me, um, Nicole Richie. I remember like when she was in her prime time. I mean, she, she still is there. She's still around. But I remember like when I was younger, it's like Nicole Richie, all her different styles. So anyway, just some fun examples, but I'd love to hear Bridget. How, how would you draw that into your work? Yeah, like work totally, that totally goes with it. Yeah. If so, from from my perspective, if you, if you were trying to figure out if you were in this mm -hmm. type, if you're a gamine or a creative, um, that you they're typically a little more petite, like they're they have a shorter vertical. Kibby would say so they they don't have a lot of height, um, but they can get away with breaking their vertical line. So if they do have like a longer line, they can wear like one pattern on the bottom and something else on top and it's going to suit them really well whereas like maybe a natural or a flamboyant natural type that would look wrong on them because it, it breaks up that long line that they want to honor um yeah and, and a lot of they can get away with the vintage look and the playful there's like a yeah an element of um I don't know, like there's a cuteness and a playfulness and a fun about like their, their features and their, their, their size. So they can get away with yeah, yeah. a lot of that fun, different styles and different mix, mix, mix matching uh, <laughs> things on them. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So that's the creative or the gamine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's two. What's, what's number three. Then we have the classic. Classic. So the classic woman. I think of Michelle Obama with this one, just her classic um, pieces and the, even just how her line, she's just so, she's beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> Kate Middleton, um, she's kind of, she appears to be more of a type of classic um, woman. So they don't necessarily follow the fashion trends, but prefer like a timeless look um, generally. And they, they tend to appear really well-dressed and really put together. So like everything makes sense in their outfits. Okay. So all their pieces go together. Um, some of the types of materials that they tend to like are more like silks or um, fine cotton, a light wool. So just to give an example with fabrics there, um, timeless hairstyles. And so I was thinking, Julie, I don't know. I don't know. I, Bridget, <laughs> I was just thinking of her hair. I'm like, it's a little more classic, like well, timeless type of. I think Bridget of already told me she thinks that's what I am, right? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. I can, I, well, you can see it because like the way Bridget dresses and the way I dress are totally different. And we have totally, I mean, even though we're, related and we look a lot alike we have totally different styles which is fascinating to me have you always had different yeah. styles? when I was in high school I used to wear like dress pants and blouses and like <laughs> high school people didn't do that but that's how I dressed it was really it's really odd when I think back at it and um my friends used to call me mom when I was in high school so <laughs> I think I've always been kind of that way <laughs> in the, you know, I like jewelry and I like, you know, I think I do. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 
I could see you potentially there, huh, Bridget? Yeah, I was going to say the classic, the classic types are very, they're, so if we're talking about their lines, they're very moderate in their lines. They're not too small, yeah. they're not too tall, they're kind of in the, in the middle, and all, all of their choices are that way. So they're the kind of people that are going to want to, like, they follow the rule of, I'm going to take off one accessory before I leave the house. Cause like on classics, it's less is more. They're going to look yeah. beautiful in like small jewelry, nothing oversized, nothing too like frilly or. Mm -hmm. um, I yeah, thought of that this morning, Bridget, because I, when I was getting ready, I, um, I had a little necklace on and I went and got this big necklace and I put it on. And then I was like, Nope, doesn't look like me. So I took it off and I'm like, yeah. it would tell me less. So here yeah. I am. I didn't have a necklace on. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. But like your, your, your round earrings, that's perfect. Yeah. They look good in like balanced oh, yeah. round shapes and just like very, yeah, simple, round, moderate. Yeah, all of those words work for mm -hmm. the class. Even your glasses, Julie, like. <laughs> The we had the discussion last podcast yeah. before we started. She put on these very angular square. Yeah, ones. I had I had other glasses, and she was like, "Nope." I was like, "They're too <laughs> too angular for your face shape." But the round with your, your yeah, really works. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fascinating though, you know, because I I even though I embraced it, and that's the way I, I've always kind of dressed. I've always envied. Mm -hmm. the other people, like the people that have the like flamboyant outfits and the, you know, my cousin, I was telling Bridget, we were talking about this a little bit. My cousin um, who I grew up with is very like Western looking, like she wears Natural. the, yeah, she wears the ripped jeans and the, and I'm always jealous of her. Like, I'm like, so I wish I could look like that. But if I put on a pair of ripped jeans. Yeah. It's not you. I yeah, it just, it, yeah. But she always has like the jean jackets and the, like, she always looks really kind of like cool and I always feel uncool. So it, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just that way of thinking. And, but yeah, yeah. so it's fascinating because not knowing about this, it, it makes total sense, you know, that the way I used to dress and I still dress to this day, you know, and how I feel comfortable. Yeah. 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 yeah it's all come together. Yeah. So I'm a classic, I guess. I guess yeah. we decided that. <laughs> All well, right. So what's the next one? Do we want to say so, more about the classics? Do you guys have more to say yeah, about that? Pretty good idea. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? So the romantic. Um, so someone who loves pretty colors, pinks, pastels. Um, the funny thing is when you have a romantic who's like in, in our, in the color world, who's yeah. like a dark autumn romantic. So we're pulling some of their like quote unquote pastels from their palette and bringing those in um, because they don't look good in this like light, cool pink or light blue pink. Those colors don't work for them. Um, so that's kind of funny when you bring in the colors too, but it's fun. <laughs> so they like details like ruffles and frills and flounces and, um, florals like all those fun fun details um delicate jewelry sometimes like antique type jewelry they're drawn to simple as well as sometimes elaborate type pieces but more some, sometimes antique um the fabrics that romantics are drawn to are like silk and lace cashmere tulle so <laughs> it's like tulle skirts <laughs> you know could be fun. <laughs> um, 
and like ribbons and bows and feminine detailing um, as well. So um, I have had one, I had one romantic uh, lady in and she loves matching underwear. <laughs> so I think like- Such so, a romantic thing, that's awesome. Isn't that cute? Yeah. So she, she loves her undergarments. I'm like, is that the proper term <laughs> to be like matching? And she just finds so much joy in that. I just, I love that. That's so I think that's sweet. Um, and then, then with their hair, having like softly curled, more of a gentle type movement to the romantic. So yeah. Yeah. A little bit there. Bridget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for in the Kibbe system, the romantics are like, they're the Marilyn Monroe's. They're, yes. they're small and rounded. Like everything is curve, 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 curve with romantics. So they can get away with a lot of, yeah, frill detail that comes to mind like small details look really good on them so yeah antique ornate jewelry um as opposed to like big strong uh that would look that would look too much on them yeah um, yeah but they can get away with honoring a lot of like curve and where the, i don't know more like girly sexy kind of things that looks great on them so the the fifth we ready are we ready yeah, for that the dramatic so the, the dramatic woman and Bridget, you're, you're more of a dramatic, right? You said. Yeah. So I guess in Kib like if we were to combine the types and yeah. Kibbe's language and in your language, it would be like a romantic dramatic is what yeah. I am. So I'm like, I have the long with some angles, but then a softness on top. Yes. That's I yes. Guess how he would describe it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think of your, I just think of when I see you, I'm like, that's what I see. So pretty. Dramatic? Well, like, like that together, the romantic dramatic together. Oh, hey, it's confirmed. <laughs> you are rocking it. You are rocking it. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know. So relieved. <laughs> this is so important for her to figure out. I know. Yes. It brings so much clarity. Yeah. So, so talking about like the dramatic, the dramatic, I was like dramatic. Dramatic, yeah. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> you know, the dramatic is like a separate entity here. So um, they sometimes, like honestly, personality-wise, like how they naturally are, they like to make a big entrance. Like people, they they like to make a big entrance. Um, their top priority sometimes is a wow factor. So they're thinking like, how can I like stand out here? Like how can I create that? boom, that wow, <laughs> when people see me or, um, yeah, I wonder if a lot of like theater people are dramatics. What do you think, Bridget? I can see that. I can see a lot. So in Kibbe's system, there's a theatrical romantic. So it's like ah. a romantic body with a yang undercurrent. So they are curved, but they also have like a sharpness to them. Oh, they're so small. So like yeah. they, they can wear like the little bodycon dresses that are a little short and that really ornate jewelry. Yeah, they're really like almost kind of gimme like you describe you describe. There's a little bit of a, that element mixed with. But, but yeah. Are so when you say short, what do you mean by like what's defined with Ooh, short? Okay. So Kibi has height like um requirements kind of for each of the types. So if you are over I think five five, 
five five is the cutoff for romantics so theatrical romantics and and romantics that's you mm. can't be that if you're over that um and then for the dramatics you have to be like five seven or taller to have Ooh. a strong vertical that makes sense yeah and i think Amin has a height limit at five six so if you're one of those types you're some kind of maybe five five they're kind of petite um and the naturals are also a little a little taller Ah, yeah. I'm five four. I've never like I've I've put in like I mean I I understand like my measurements and like the length of like my waist and my legs and the this the that like all those pieces yeah. of me. But I've never thought of like with the kibby line like the kibby method height. Oh yeah, like that totally makes sense. Yeah. So like a dramatic, if you're five nine or five ten and you are all angles and length, and there's like that's then you're gonna want to honor that. So yeah. If you wear something that's short and frilly, you're gonna look like an oversized yes. person in oh, yeah. stress. Totally. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> you are tall, Bridget. I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you how tall are you, Julie? I'm only five five, so I'm oh, sure I'm yeah, shorter yeah. than Bridget. <laughs> that's why I that's why I'm a classic, I guess. Yeah. Your impression though is very moderate. Like I don't see you as like short and curvy. There's like yeah, a no. there's a very like balanced, moderate, and like I, yeah. when you look at my mom when she's yes. there. I I impression. I also didn't know you were five five, even though I've stood next to you and like have been with you. I think I in my mind I thought you were taller so yeah well that's good if you think I'm taller that's always good right <laughs> all right so these dramatic people explain this to me a little bit more does it just okay. mean what it means they like to look they like to create drama <laughs> no. maybe not create drama but they like that wow they factor like to be the drama <laughs> they want to be in the center of the drama <laughs> so so they'd rather be overdressed than underdressed, like mm. when they go somewhere, yeah. you know, um, makeup. I've often said that I would rather be dressier than all the people in the room than, than dressed than under the all the people in the room. That's how I always feel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they like bold, like striking accessories. Um, the hairstyles tend to be a little more bold, always well, like styled, put together. They're not like that, like ruffled type, type yeah. of yeah, the lion no um good levels they, they tend to have good levels of body confidence um already in in them and um you know I mean this is a generalization right so but they like bold colors animal prints those types of of um things and then they enjoy reinventing and trying new looks like being adventurous and let's see one more one more thing they uh they have trouble toning like down their look for work so like in the professional world it's really hard to tone down the things that they want to do so there's kind of this constrictive maybe feeling there um that happens so yeah 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 Bridget? that's that's really true though because like if you if you are a dramatic in order to honor your lines there is like a boldness and a strength about it that like it looks wrong when you tone it down like you look right. underdone if you yes. don't do enough but then yes. yeah if you don't if I don't know if you're a person that doesn't know a lot about it and you see that person you might be like whoa but um, 
but it works on them too. So it's, you know, I've, I felt that way about my own colors, like being a bright winter, like, is this going to be a lot? But, but when people see you, you just look put together. Yeah. So. It go, they go with you and they don't appear bright on you, you know, whereas on someone else, when those bright winter tones, that cool, neutral undertone with the bright chroma, it does not work for for everyone. And then those colors, if someone was wearing it and it doesn't work for them, that color is overwhelming. Right. But on you, it's like you are the one who stands out, not the color. Right. So I would say the same thing about the body typing. If you yeah. are like, you know, if you are a dramatic or whatever type you are, like to try to dress it down or like balance it out uh, sometimes can work against you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lean into your, your structure and your vibe and Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lean into so what it. Are, what are you, Rebecca? What are you in this system? <laughs> well, I don't know about in Bridget's work. Like I her don't book. know. I mean, I'm thinking about it right now. That I know. Now that I know yeah. you're 5'4", I'm like, Ooh. Right. That <laughs> like interest is interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I would say in the, in my style here. Um, I'm more of, of a natural romantic. So I like, like you see my tousled hair right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking soft, natural. Once you gave me that, that hyper, and especially like the draped wrap stuff that looks Love great those. on soft, natural, that like kind of relaxed, but also feminine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So, so that's, that's what I would say right now. <laughs> It might change. Yeah, but, I, but my but my figure so when when we do um body type analysis I, it is like in my my world we base it off of your natural um measurements your natural body harmony your natural structuring and so for me i'm more of an hourglass type um body type so okay so that's part of it too i've addressed that yeah so i've learned how to use my natural romantic or what did you call it, Bridget? Soft romantic? Uh, soft natural. 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 So, oh, soft natural. Yes. Yeah. Style um, to be able to, yeah, and but still know how to dress my body type. So even when I wear kimono, I still need something a little more fitted underneath. my the, Like the type of pants or leggings that I wear, I know where they need to sit on my waist and um, how to continue to emphasize my own structure and like celebrate it, but still add in these pieces that I love. So, so if someone was going to come to you, Rebecca, to have this done, let's say they wanted to get done and they, they had their colors done. Like Bridget and I have had our colors done, but we came to you for style advice. Cause this is something you do right in your mm-hmm. business. Is that what you start with? Do you start with their measurements? Do you start with their preferences or ask some questions? Like how do, how would that go down? Great question, Julie. I, I ask questions. <laughs> yeah. So, so the first part is we actually, we do kind of some um, like pre-work together before we meet in person, or I can also do it virtually um, with someone who may not be local to me. Um, so I ask, I have some formatted questions that I ask. There's a reason why they're asked um, in order to help to create a result. Right. And so, um, so I ask a lot of questions in the beginning, they, they fill it out. 
my questionnaires. And then um, we also, I do ask them if they're comfortable with this, I give them a, a way of taking their measurements so they know, okay, how do I measure my shoulders? How do I measure my waist? How do I measure my, my torso, my legs, you know, my bust area. Um, and then I know kind of in advance what, like how their body works together um, and their structure. And then I'm able to start putting some things together and customize based on them. And then when we meet in person, we go through um, what, what I've, what's kind of come about with this fun beginning adventure. And then we meet in person and we go through, okay, so here's, here's your, here's your body type. Now, how do, how do we dress? How do we create that harmony and that balance for you? Um, but then how do we bring in your style personality? So here are the types of, you know, pieces that, that you love. And it's so confirmed, like every time when they're sitting there with me, they're like, oh, I get it. Like, like I get why now I've like wanted these things or I felt drawn to these things, but I didn't know I could do it. Or, you know, I didn't know how to, how to dress for, especially the work world. That is the hardest I think place as a woman like to be <laughs> and, and in, in a man's world. And we're trying to figure out how to continue to be confident, look confident, you know, and present ourselves, um, to the best, to, to be our best, you know? So, um, so yeah, I've talked with my last couple of clients. So specifically they're in, um, corporate jobs and need to, know how to really present themselves, but, but to present their true authentic selves in the work world. So that's, that's what that looks like typically. See, in my, my environment, my work environment is a lot. I mean, sometimes I'm auditioning, but a lot of times we're in rehearsal and we're in leggings and t-shirts because you don't know if you're going to be rolling around on the floor or <laughs> standing for six hours. Or dress. <laughs> yeah. So like, sometimes I feel so underdressed. I'm like, I wish I could dress, you know, dress up to what, you know, my style ID is, but I would feel so out of place in this. Yes. Yeah. So are, are you able to like wear earrings during your rehearsal or anything like that to kind of pull in yeah, it depends on what I'm doing. Like if we're doing fight choreography, no, but <laughs> but yeah, that's what I try to do is like, you know, if I'm wearing a t-shirt, I'll like tie it. So I have some waist emphasis and like try to match the color to give, not break my vertical, break my line in half. Yeah. Um, yeah. And wear something big and do my makeup or whatever. But yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. The two worlds of yeah, Very different. For corporate or dress, you know, depending on the job that you have. Yeah. Yes. What yeah. would that look like in the veterinary world, mom? As far as dressing for work? Yeah. Are yeah, you I mean, yeah. Many, many, many people just wear scrubs, you know, in the, in the white coat. I, I have a really hard time since COVID we've just been wearing scrubs. And so I feel like I'm kind of a slouch, but I never did before. Like I have always would dress up and wear, you know, kind of, kind of semi-dressy things. Um, but I think really with veterinarians, the thing basically is to try to be put together at least a little bit in your style so you can exude confidence. You know, mm -hmm. I have this friend of mine who is probably, she's probably a creative and she's a veterinarian and, she, and I've always envied her because she's kind of like, you know, big jewelry and like, she's very, very, um, interesting. And that's how she dresses for the workplace, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so I really think you can get away with anything in our profession as long as um, you you are true to yourself, but also present a little bit of a professional look, you know, especially when we're face to face with clients. And sometimes it's that darn white coat, you know, and now I know that isn't in my color palette. So it really sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that really, I need a, I need a pink <laughs> coat instead of, yeah, I need yeah. like a light pink or I, that's what I'm going to have to do, I guess. A light with a pink undertone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, um, I know that Rebecca has something else to do. She's running out of time. So um, this has been really fun. And I think if anybody out there is really interested in this, they need to contact. Rebecca and even Bridget, I'm sure would love to dive in with you on these things. So can you both tell people where they can get a hold of you if they'd like to? Sure. Um, I mean, if you want to talk, talk to me about this stuff, I'd be happy to. My, my email is bridget.capel at gmail.com. You can go to my website, bridgetcapel.com and follow me on Instagram at that Bridget Capel. Yeah. And Rebecca is Colorpolitan. You can find me at colorpolitan.com. Um, that's my website or on Instagram, colorpolitan. And my email is colorpolitan at gmail.com. Nice. <laughs> yes. It's so much easier when it's all, it's all one thing, right? It's all one thing. Yeah. <laughs> this was fun, you guys. Oh, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. We're going to have to do this again. I think that more questions are going to come up. So at yeah. least they have for me. So and we it, do more. It's really all an adventure, you know, like we just, we just continue to learn. Right. So right. it'll be fun. The next time we come back to share, we'll have probably learned. Yeah. Even <laughs> yeah. I think maybe we'll talk a little bit, bit more about color psychology and yes. get some more into the styling thing so we can learn more about it. Yes. I yeah. Believe. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I love both mm -hmm. of you. I love you. Thank so you. Both of you are so special. Thanks for having me. This is fun. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.